With the first pick overall, the New Jersey Devils are proud to select from the U.S. program, Jack Hughes. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Jersey Joe Corner. It is brought to you by Big Heads Media. It is going to be a great hockey season uh, coming right up. A lot of interesting things. Uh, Anchor.fm will help you uh, start your podcast and get things rolling. It's going to be a lot smoother when you uh, when you get the Anchor app, and it's so much easier to navigate. Even their online website at anchor.fm is very efficient and you can do a lot of great things with it. Well, good afternoon, everybody. Trade good deadline afternoon. is done. Trade deadline's still going on. I mean, the deadline's passed, but trades are still trickling in. The official deadline was three, but that doesn't mean things aren't going to come in. Uh, 25959. If you had it in the queue, your trade was good to go. That's basically after our trade market right now for the NHL. The Devils made a few moves, uh, trade away Louis Domingue for Zach uh, McIntyre, or if I say that correctly. Yeah. And then uh, the Devils did trade away Sammy Batman for uh, Yannick Kokonen, uh, center left winger. Um, there is a guy from Finland who did give a little description about him earlier in the day. Um, that move I was expecting, I told the guys at the Pug Authority that uh, Carolina would pay through the nose a little bit. And pay through the nose for him, though, because they can because the pick because the pick is conditional based on Sammy Vatanen's health and how much he pays. So, and they still got Brady Shea out of it. So, and. Vontanen is not even close to dating yet, so it's not like they overpaid for him. They pro- if Vontanen was healthy, the Devils could have got a lot more for him than they did. And and at the same time, you know that pick. I mean, that pick could be used for just about anything. And yeah, I mean it's conditional. So I mean, again, it's based on health. But I mean, the Devils did what they had to do today. They got rid of players. I mean. I think with Carolina, it makes sense because they lost Pesci over the weekend. They didn't lose any goalies. I mean, they lost both their goalies, but they didn't address it. They felt that both goalies were satisfactory. So they did that. Um, so now it's, okay, what can we do to improve the blue line? No Dougie Hamilton and no Pesci. All right, we'll get Brady Shea from the Rangers for first-round pick. And then we'll get Sammy Vaughn, which 
he's more of a rental, so I'm surprised Dundon allowed his management to make that move. But other than that, it's a solid. I mean, it was a solid trade for the Devils. I mean, they, I mean, they did what they had to do. Um, you know, everybody expected Palmer to go. Once I knew he stepped on the ice for practice today, he wasn't going anywhere, and the team is en route to their next game, so... He was he wasn't going to be in play. So um, I want to reiterate on that player that we got from uh, from the Charlotte Checkers being the affiliate of the Carolina Hurricanes. So uh, there's a Finnish scout named Lassie Alanen. He, he's a Finland-based scout, and he scouts prospects and he's an analyst for Elite Prospects uh, and EPR Rinkside and NHL analyst. Uh, so what he wrote 55 minutes ago was Yannick Kwakonen moving to New Jersey, fluid skater, good hands, very smart, doesn't have high end offensive upside, but is very versatile and does everything well, just 21 years old, but already has three full seasons of AHL experience. So people are looking, we're complaining about Blake Coleman leaving. There's a replacement. He basically... Same type of thing. Same type of player. And you just got him from Carolina. Um, so, that's... He, that's he's what the Devils did. He's, he's basically a faster, more younger version of Blake Coleman. Yeah. And so you're not really missing out on Coleman. I mean, you've replaced him long-term with Nolan Foote, uh, theoretically. Yeah, and I mean, I see a lot of guys coming. I see a lot of guys talking about how Foote can step in the league next year. I'm not I'm not buying that. Um, I like what Greg and you and I discussed it. Um, but I think he needs to get to develop and just learn the system and learn, and learn the North American game. Um but, yeah, I mean, this team is primed for the future. That's what they did. That's, you know, they moved out, you know, Vaughn, and moved out. And the Devils, you know, moved on from Wayne Simmons. I mean, they could have tried to get a little bit more than a fifth. But well, given his production, but you can't get any higher than that. So here's the caveat to this, this Wayne Simmons trade. So Wayne Simmons had a, a modified no trade clause in his contract. It was 18 no trades. Buffalo was on the no trade call. It was on one of the teams on the 18 no trade call. He waived his no trade cause to go to Buffalo for a just round pick. So you're telling me nobody else wanted him? Other people would like to have him, but it was all about the contract. Well, but the Devils retained 25, uh, 50% of the contract. So, that's, this is where it's strange. Is Buffalo going for it? Are they not going for it? I mean, yeah, they, they I won a couple of games, but theoretically, they, they can't make the playoffs. And they're, what, six points out, and they believe they can win the next four games and make up, yeah, I mean, you know, two games profit. So let's stick with the so, Devils. Yeah. Yeah, I would. If you're gonna, it's crazy. I mean, let's. And let's, so, 
it, let's stick with the Devils division for a minute. The Metro, right? Like Look at the teams that got better. Islanders, yeah. Carolina, I, Pittsburgh. I just, I just, I mean, we didn't even mention the fact that John Gabriel Pajo got traded to the Islanders and then signed a new six-year deal. <laughs> I mean, that's a great move by the Islanders. I know for my third home, like, and so it basically, you know, the Islanders are putting all their chips in the, on the table. They're trying to get past the first round and go to second and third, possibly. And they're trying to keep keep up with the Carolina. Uh, I mean, the Washington Capitals, and then the Hurricanes are trying to make a push. And then out west, the Devils help. Uh, Vancouver out a little bit with uh, trading away. Uh, I'm not. I don't mean any lack. I mean Louis yeah. Domingue. And so they said uh, the province said that the big move for them was uh, it was Mar- Markstrom's knee. Yeah, that that was the factor. Yeah, and I mean Domingue will be okay in in uh, in Vancouver be just because of the defense in front of uh, in front of them. I mean, Quinn Hughes is doing it, so he's they'll be fine. And the, they'll they'll be just fine once they get to uh, the first round of playoffs. Uh, yeah. But I believe if you know Louis Domingue can uh, help out uh, Vancouver a little bit, um, it could certainly help them clinch the playoff spot, and the Devils get that that twenty twenty first, like we talked about earlier in the in the week. Yeah. And so it's kind of like benefiting your own uh, cause. Yeah, exactly. But um, I'm back to the whole moving on from the older defensemen in uh, Andy Green and uh, Sammy Vatten. I know Sammy Vatten is not that old, but he's 28. But the Devils certainly were playing better with, without the two after the past, past week. Yeah, they have been. I mean, look, it's now time to see what the uh, youngsters have in their system. I mean, you know, Colton White looks good. Mermis, we've talked about, you know, he's, he's looking pretty solid. So it's going to be it's going to be interesting to see, you know, who else they're going to call up and who else is going to get into the lineup. I mean, Mueller. For as much crap as he's given him, the fact that he's alongside Subban, he's actually looked pretty decent. I think I think he does a much better defensive job playing with a more offensive-minded guy like PK on the top line, and it allows them to play their own game. So when you allow those two guys to play their styles, it allows them to, you know, be a little bit more secure in their own skin. Yeah. But I I know I might have uh, hurt a lot of Devils fans' uh, hearts on this. Um, as good as Andy Green was in the past and wearing the C as a captain, I just feel he did. He doesn't make the team near and long term for me if I was an, an Italian uh, – a talent evaluator. And, no, and I just feel you know the grit and the determination. Just I didn't see enough of it, uh, despite despite all the things that he went through. 
And from what I'm seeing in the current defense lineup, I trust that core more than anything at this point going forward. And uh, I can't wait for the, the Kevin Balls. I can't wait for the Ty Smiths, the Daniel Missules that come in, and, and the Ohotyuks. I mean, this team has a lot of depth going forward on the defense. And there's no reason to rush a guy. But you, there's certainly a lot of good belief in uh, Fitzgerald moving forward, trusting what they have. Yeah, I mean, it, like you said, I mean, look, Andy Green was not going to be in the devil. Who just was? He's older. Yeah, he's the captain. Yeah, you know. I know. He's a human girl. You know, block shots. I love. Minutes, I love minutes, but he wasn't going to be in their plans long term, and that's okay. But. You know, same with Botton. I mean, now Botton is a different story. I mean, they got what they could get for him. And maybe if he had term, he might have stayed. And he, you never know. He could come back because you may need a veteran to anchor that defense. But if Suzanne's still there, yeah, Stevenson, you can start bringing the young guys in and figuring out. Yeah. who you have and who you don't have and who works and who doesn't work. I do believe that maybe either Ball or Smith will be on this team next year. Um, so that's a good thing. And you just look towards the future. That's all it is for the Devils. You're looking towards the future. It's like that with a lot of teams. Um, you look towards the future. You start to another one. They loaded up for six. got first. So that's, that's really what it is. And here's the thing, like, um, you could always say this team stinks, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. I'd rather stink with a bunch of young guys learning the process of being true NHLers, and I'd rather those young guys learn from an early stage together as a core and become a powerhouse together and learn the growing pains as a team and being a great, successful team long-term. You know, the Blackhawks had a similar thing just like that when they were growing with Taves and Kane, Seabrook and Keith. So um, with Hughes and you have Heischer together, along with the defense corps that's so young, they can do just about anything when they're growing and maturing together. Yeah. And, you know, everybody thought, you know, but here was the thing, like, like with Palmieri, that is starting to be the tea leaves. So Boston went to get Andre Kasha on Friday. They traded the first round pick to do it, and they went back. Okay, that kind of was like, okay. And then when the Rangers re-signed Chris Pryor, this morning, you're like, okay, well, Boston's done their move, so, and Carter's no, off the board. Colorado's saving for domestic cost. The team, and then, and then when Heinen goes to um, Anaheim, it's like, okay, we're going to be a part of the primary deal. Isn't. So, you know, the Devils didn't really get anything spectacular for him. So, they keep him, which is fine. Now, I personally think they should keep him for the long run. I think you need a guy like that up front. Fits well with the team. Everybody loves him. So, um, that's just the way they should do it. 
um, to get him to have a good time in the offseason. That's his priority. And then, you know, you can work from there. I honestly believe, you know, there's a guy that the Devils should go after on the offensive front, and that would be William Nylander. I mean, he's a younger version of Kyle Palmieri, but uh, he's certainly a very dynamic, fast, talented skater. And who knows how much cap space the Maple Leafs can only hold on. And the Devils have so much cap space that they could pry him away with extra picks or another asset to get him. Well, well, there's the thing. The Devils have, what, three first-round picks? So, you could use a first-round pick to give it to Toronto. And be like, oh, okay. And I most certainly believe in that the Devils can do that. And you won't have to wait on another draft pick by using that first-round pick. And fans know that, you know, Tommy Fitzgerald was a right-hand man to Ray Shiro in those trades for Kyle Palmieri and Marcus Johansson. And he knows what he's doing. He's not hes not a simpleton or an imbecile. He knows the ins and outs of this business. Yeah, and he's a smart guy. He had a great deal with the Um He did good with to me. You know, he did fair with Simmons, and he did good with, with uh, Bonnie. So you can't say he didn't do well. And honestly, I mean, I didn't think Louis Domingue would get another goaltender, but, I mean, you know, I was just thinking maybe he gets another fifth or seventh round pick with, with that kind of move. But I know Domingue's got good potential as a good backup or whatever, but he – certainly knows how to play the puck, and he can bring a lot of energy to the team and a lot of passion. I just think he'll do a lot better in Vancouver than in New Jersey with the defense. Oh, yeah. They, they, he definitely will. I mean, that defense is better. They can also go for it now. Um, Pacific Division is not like the Metro Division, and the Canucks defense is not like the Devils defense, which we talked about so many times this year. It didn't matter who was playing it at. With that defense in front of him, it was going to be hard to play. Now, give credit to Mackenzie Blackwood, but Blackwood's a solid guy. I mean, he's playing well all year. So, um, but he's been having to stand on set. But structurally, the Devils are getting a lot better um, over the last several several games, and they're going to try to continue that, you know, into this week. And honestly, like going forward to the draft. Uh, we're we're gonna have we're gonna have a lot of draft capital that can be used in so many ways, and I honestly believe that you know look looking upon this summer, right? You know, I'm not as afraid of the defense next year. I am actually more enlightened about the picture of the defense getting better and stronger faster and they actually have a better system but will Scott Stevens be running that defense that remains to be seen yeah I mean, 
that's the big question. I mean, who else is going to come in? You know, is it going to be? Is it going to be a Stevens? Is it going to be an Elias? Guys like that going to be involved? How many is Salvador going to be asked to come in? To you know, during the summer. You know, what's Breland's role going to be? I mean, you know, they have guys here that can, uh, you know, that can help and improve this team. So. Um, it'll be interesting to see, you know, who, you know, who they have, who they bring in. I mean, it, it would be nice to see Stevens come back, but you just never you know. No, yeah, I mean, he seems to be liking his analytical role on TV, and he's so good at it. But he sees it, you know, he sees so many things that we don't see, and now. You know, you gotta wonder. Oh, maybe they can help out with that. Maybe uh, somebody else can, you know, do that. And, but personally, I think I think Stevens is one of those guys that you need to have in, just with a young team. And so, to think about what the Devils can do, I mean, sure things look bleak in the standings, but the Rangers just got derailed badly by. That accident last night. And I mean, that's horrible. I mean, you know, it's just thank, you, thank God it's all real back. So he'll be out a couple of weeks. You know, Bucinavich was back on the ice today. That's terrible. But you know what? If you look at it, they gained the first round pick in Chris Kreider for That ain't bad. I mean, for them, it's not bad. But, you know, it's, it's a kick in the you-know-where that – they're probably not going to make that rest of the push because that's a goaltender in Shesterkin that could have easily stolen some games. Meanwhile, Lundqvist has been very rusty sitting on the bench, and then who knows what happens to Georgiev, you know. Well, Georgiev's going to play for them in the next game, Um, and they may just try him. Until, you know, Sturkin comes back. And losing a piece. And even if they don't make it, they have Ryder locked up now for, you know, six years to make runs. And they have a good first line with the men in And, you know, they, they have young guys that they can like Adam Fox, Tony D'Angelo. So it's not like they... You know, it's not like they're going to regret signing Chris Kreider. I understand that, you know, people, but, you know, teams were looking at him. But maybe the fact that a contract extension was coming so quickly, it, it you know, Bruins did costume move. Colorado does the Mestikoff. Okay. And then, like, you know, Elliot Freeman reported on Saturday, which I put on my Twitter account, it said that, you know, the Devils are looking for something spectacular for Paul, Mar- Paul Mary. Then why get rid of him when you don't need to? And you know what? The price wasn't right. And even if it, the Devils try and get something for him at a draft, I still think, you know, the price still won't be as high enough as they okay. uh, Fitzgerald well, expect. So yeah. who knows? I mean, the That's Devils will have to build around him and other remaining pieces second. that didn't oh, get moved. So you have a core of existing young players that belong here, but also who knows it gets moved in the off season. Yeah, I mean, look, we're, you know, there's always things that happen at the trade at the uh, trade deadline at the draft that we don't know about um, that could come along. 
but it'll be uh, it'll be uh, it'll be interesting to see. You know, New Jersey. You know, Merkley went down paper and so I mean, he's been really he's been really impressive. Um, so I, you know, it's it's definitely interesting. I mean, Pajo, the Pajo deal by the Islanders. I was going to say that Pajot return, I mean, was something that, you know, Cheryl could have been looking for, but. Well, yeah. And the thing is, is like one of their picks goes away if they don't win the Stanley Cup. So it's like, it's not as much as we think it is, but it's definitely a lot. I mean, Pittsburgh, that's crazy what they did. You know, get back Connor Sheary, Evan Rodriguez. They add Patrick Marleau. They're kind of bringing back the old group. Not to mention the Islanders did something bringing back. I saw them trying to bring back Parise. Yeah, but it it fell through. It didn't. Nothing really happened. Like once, once, once. That's see. That's the thing when people got to realize with Lou Lamoureux is that if it gets out, he sometimes backs out and doesn't want to pull the trigger. That's what and there was a lot of it, and there was a lot of it. The thing is, it's it was really, really complicated deal. There was a lot of money that was going to be moved. Like Parisi comes in, Lad's going out. Both guys waived no trade clauses, but there was a lot of other complicated pieces that were going to go along with it that probably they couldn't iron out until three. So maybe they revisit. Which I mean, I guess is a good move for them, but they. Three years with Parisi is fine. You still got five years. He still has five years left on that deal. And in, and in uh, in hindsight, you look at these deals that the Devils have. A lot of contracts are pretty much off the books, and some still remaining are pretty much short term. But the only big long term one is Nico Heischer's uh, that I can think of on top of. But I do see that there yeah, will I mean, be Nico more. Yeah, Nico Heischer's there. Yeah, Nico Heischer is really the only big long-term one that goes into effect, you know, next year. And Jack Hughes has two more years on his ELC. And, you know, in the offseason, I do see him working out a little bit more. And, you know, he's going to tap into that potential, you know, that 19-year-old going on 20-year-old body, you know, of his. You know, he's got really good lower body, but he's going to build that, you know, that frame a little bit more. So that way he's a little bit harder to knock off, you know, like Jesper Bratt and Nico added over uh, 3.3 pounds in the off season and see how the results are for both Nico and uh, Jesper Bratt. Look at the last two games that he's done very similar highlight reel goals. Well, yeah, just sit him down and then he becomes, and then he becomes a scoring machine. So I was just looking at cap friendly real quick. And the Devils have okay, so Miles would obviously sign for a couple more years at two seven five. You have you know Zaka at you know two point two five. Um, obviously Travis Ajak, you know, got one more year left at five seven. And then obviously you know Nico's got the long term one, but then don't forget Severson's through twenty twenty three, Butcher's through twenty twenty two, and then Suvan's through twenty twenty two. So I mean. You know, Nico's the only one that goes beyond 2022 for right now. I mean, by the way, I I I just remember that in my head. Can I cap friendly? So I just have a good memory with certain things. So 
Um, forgive yeah. me, people. I, I've been looking a little bit at the Twitter feed, so I know that um, whatever, you know, Fitzgerald does, I, I do want to think about giving him a grade at the deadline. Jim, what do you make of his overall trades? All right, so we graded the fir- we said we said the first two, the Green and the Coleman deals. We graded what A minus A minus overall. Well, no, that was the first two deals. I probably keep it B plus A minus. I I really I mean, yeah, I mean you know the Ming was going no matter what. Um, so I mean you really can. If you look at the players, if you look at Simmons, Vaughn, and, and Green, the three UFAs, and then the R, the um, the guy with Terman Coleman, and you got Nick Cousin, uh, you got Nick Nolan Foot for him, and you got second round pick, and you got a first round pick if Vancouver makes the playoffs um, from Tampa. And so I'd say B plus A minus. I mean, is I don't really see anything. I, I don't think I can go lower than that. I mean, not to sound like a homer, I mean, if you count in the trade for Simmons uh, to Buffalo, I mean, that's decent. It's not – it's nothing to – Yeah, that's it, – it, I mean, that's still like a, a really good diamond in the rough pick. I still – would give him a a minus though overall. Yeah, I mean, I mean that's, that's what I'm saying. That, B plus a minus. And plus, with the health of Sammy Vatanen, you know, and you and you get a guy like him to a team like Carolina, who's willing to give you a guy like Yoni Kokkonen to be a replacement for Blake Coleman for the next couple of years, maybe. And you also have a conditional pick for. Sammy that could be upgraded or downgraded, you know, that's a, that's still a really good return for a guy that could have left for nothing. And yeah. not for nothing, but there's a lot of assets that the Devils can use. I know I'm sounding like a broken record from the 70s, but you could still use that as draft investment capital and do what you can pluck a few guys from another team or you can find a cats and maybe a Arnie Telvedia type player and maybe a, a Gritsyuk or whoever you find in the middle late rounds. That's where you find a lot of the the big beef in the order. Yeah, I mean, you know, if you go back through some of these deal you know, drafts, um you can see, you know, a lot of guys that were drafted late. You would, if you ever did a redraft, you would be like, "Oh yeah, these guys are going first overall or in the first round, <coughs> but they get missed." So yeah, I mean, look, I think, I think uh, he did well. <coughs> uh, I don't, like I said, B plus A minus. Uh, B, I think he did solid. Um, you know. And- it's, it's not really – I mean, for what he had to get rid of and what he had to do, he did He did well. I mean, he took on the problems left over from Ray Shiro. And guess what? Ray Shiro took on what Lou Lamorello left us, which right. was barely anything. And Ray Shiro stocked the covers, right? And then 
he gave us a few leftover contracts that needed to get moved on from. And Fitzy just improved and upgraded what we already had that was in existence. So to think about it, this this is even more positive light to give the viewers. I mean, as crappy as a season, the 2020 half has been a whole lot better. They've yeah, actually been winning. They've been winning more games and been getting more points consistently. And I know they want to tank more, but you don't need a tank in this draft. And a a player in the top fifteen, top ten, is essentially a top five player in any other draft if you look at it that way. So yeah. think about in the early second, mid second round. Those guys are probably late first. So you're looking at a really good wholesale, high-quality draft. And this is going to be like when you use those two-fifths, two-fifth rounders, those are like two-fourth rounders. So if you, if you upgrade that, that's amazing. And who the devils can find that could slip into those areas. Yeah, I mean, you know, they could add some depth on defense. They could up forward, you know. It all depends on what they need. I mean, this is the, now this is the time to shine for guys that are going to get called up. <coughs> and from from the AHL, um, and they're going to have to step in and play a role, and they're going to have to figure out, you know, they're gonna now. This is where the scouts come in. You know, okay, this guy's good. Okay, maybe he doesn't fit well. Oh, he's just a career AHLer. So it, it's crazy, but you know, Fitzgerald did his job of getting you know getting more picks, getting this team younger, and that's what they needed. They, you know, everybody's gonna say, "Oh, Palmieri should have gone." You know, we needed to get rid of him. Again, I personally don't think so. I think you need some type of veteran leadership, especially a guy who scores 25 goals a year. The Devils desperately need goal scoring. Um, so they needed to keep him around. And I think they'll just keep him around long term. Unless, like, unless, unless, unless there's something that blows them out of the water. Unless things blow us out of the water. Um, I know this is not the longest podcast episode, but we're kind of doing a little bit of a recap of the trade deadline. So tomorrow there's going to be a longer episode uh, with our uh, guest, Dan Carubia, who will be on tomorrow uh, for the 40th anniversary uh, that we tried to uh, do last night. But there were a little bit of technical issues, but today the technical stuff is working rather well um i mean not to mention you know um you know recapping real quick um you know oilers got andreas athanasio and tyler ennis uh jake muzzin signs in in uh toronto for four years uh not to mention carolina speaking of carolina so they get vinnie trocek from the panthers what are the panthers doing there like, are they sellers? They send Eric Hall, Lucas Walmart, and prospects to... Never know uh, with, uh, with the Florida Panthers sometimes. Yeah, you don't know what the Panthers are doing. Is that a salary dump? I mean, Flyers, you know, they did some minor moves. So, you know, it was a... It definitely was a busy, busy day. And it started early. 
very surprisingly started early. And when Robert Leonard went to the Blackhawks for um, Malcolm Subban was in that deal. So Vegas gets a quality uh, quality backup goaltender. And and you know what? It's it's great that Leonard goes out to Vegas and he can certainly play with guys like uh, a Schmidt and of definitely having Alex Tuck, you know, being a good goal scorer, point scatter, you know, that is a really good fan base for him to get behind. And I think they're more wild than Islanders fans, uh, honestly. Especially one of my favorite things about the Las Vegas Golden Knights is uh, before they start the game, it's the national anthem that they have. Yeah. And they – and they say through the night, and they say it out yeah. loud. They're pulling then, off. They're, look, they're pulling off a of Winnipeg. Yeah, and then you you know Tampa Bay gets Barkley Goodrow for a first, um, and then you know Eric Gustafson goes to Calgary for a third. So I mean, it's been. I mean, and then we didn't even mention about a, our buddy, our former. Former Devil, Ilya Kovalchuk goes to, to Washington last night. The Washington Red Army. I mean, they do have their own version of the Russian Five with uh, Kovalchuk, Ovechkin, Kuznetsov, Orlov, and, and uh, Ilya Samsonov. Um, so and Kuznetsov. That's crazy. So, and yeah, it, yeah. So I mean, yesterday I tweeted out it's the Washington. Redcoat Army. They're all yes, and they look like redcoats. And well, I made I made a comment. I said, okay, what happens first? Washington was a cup with these two, or are these two? Um, are these two going to be over at the World Championships and may win another uh, title for Russia? You never know. That. It, it seems like Alex Ovechkin could ha- always have a little extra red sniper on his side. And it seems like Kovalchuk with that extra, you know, years of experience from the 2012 playoffs, who knows if he adds a little extra flavor. I mean, nothing borscht about it. No. And it's certainly no. – he, he, he can add a lot of firepower and – I was at that uh, game six of the Eastern Conference Finals when he did that big power play goal with that tic-tac-toe move. So I've seen that. I've seen him score against uh, the Panthers in the in the first round of 2012, and he sure was deadly too with Parise. Yeah, and you know I was that was crazy. You know he played he you know Kovalchuk played well for the Devils that year. Um, too bad it didn't work out long term. Um, I know. Same with Parise. For those was, people, you know, I know my heart was broken that that summer with with Parise gone, and I I honestly felt pretty bad. And and Beer Baron mentioned on the podcast last night that uh, he didn't say out loud that anyone who has a Kovalchuk jersey should make it a Sakura. So, it's crazy. And then, you know, speaking of, you know, the Russian five on Washington with Kovalchuk, Ovechkin hit 700 on Saturday. Good for him. Um, So, that's, 
you know, it was great to watch that. I was watching that. So, uh, to those lucky enough to be in the building, you saw some history. Um, because you're not probably going to see it for a very, very long time, if ever. Um, and that's, I mean, yeah, it, it was a busy, busy trade deadline. Um, and, you know, it's probably not over a couple of things, but New Jersey's pretty much done for the day. And, you know, that's that's pretty much what, what went down today. It pretty much went down pretty quickly. I mean, you know, over the years, it usually would go down to the wire, and you just don't know because over the years, it was just Lou was tight to the vest. And Shiro was always maybe, but – um. Three-plus trades by Fitzgerald, pretty solid. I mean, if you count and if you count the ones before the deadline, five trades, really. Yeah. I mean, that's why I said plus. I mean, yeah. having those five moves done that quick, I mean, gives Fitzgerald a lot of leeway to think about who to pick up and who to avoid and – how can they reallocate that money uh, near term to help grow the team near and long term with guys like Jesper Bokvist, Jesper Bratt, you know, all these other contracts, you know, you want to grow the team from within. And I know this is in other sports, you, you had like the baby Braves in Major League Baseball. You're going to have the baby Devils possibly grow together and possibly become, you know, playoff contenders in three, five years. And I know people say, why say that long? You know, it's called building chemistry and it's there for a reason. And also, you know, there's going to be a new coaching staff very likely because we're not going to see Peter Horacek over. No, no, they were saying, yeah, no, they were saying that, you know, the other day on the, on the hot stove on Sirius XM with then with DB and, uh, Peñota, um, Ralph, and Ryan Pates that, you know, they don't believe Horacek will be, you know, part of that. They they think maybe a Stevens will be there. Um, but uh, certainly that, that the names for assistant coaches and stuff like that, and Tommy Fitzgerald's certainly going to name a head coach and I honestly, I'm going to go on the record. I do see Scott Stevens coming back, sixty percent. Oh, I do too. Oh, I do too. And um, I also believe that Nico Heischer is going to be the 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 captain going forward. I know. Well, that's who we're. Saying. I I know people. Uh-huh. Some people did, but you know, I mean, you want to think near and long term about the future of this team and sure Nico is is both subtle and he shows his actions but he also speaks and Green he's just too quiet of a captain I I like a guy who speaks his mind a little bit get a little jersey toot me too and you know I was taking talking with Alex Shaughnessy of the hockey writers and we were saying the back and forth yesterday you know, we were talking about Palmieri, you know, if he went, and I was saying, you know, Heinen can't be a part of this deal. And and he's like, well, it's either, you know, just think of maybe Palmieri next captain. I was like, well, it's probably Heischer or him. And he agreed. <coughs> so, I mean, it's going to be one of those two guys. If And you know what? As much, as much as you can get assets for him, 
keeping him around is probably the best thing because he's a Jersey boy. He knows what it means to play for the Devils. He grew up in the area. It just makes a ton of sense to just keep him around and let him flourish on the top line. And they, he has chemistry with with um, Keisher, Brat. Those guys, you know, I, I just think it makes the most sense to just keep him around. And it wouldn't shock me if they sign a long-term extension with him. And also, talking about Jersey boys and young kids coming up, you know, with this draft, there, there's certainly a player that I have in mind that Steve Cornianos mentioned in his uh, top 300 uh, skaters. Um, one, of the, one of them happened to be uh, a kid Jake LaRusso told me about over the summer. His name is Alex Gaffney, a teammate of his that played for Muskegon. And Muskegon's Alex Gaffney – is like a five foot seven, five foot eleven, um, Taylor Hall. Like he can but, skate very well. He can shoot, and he has that blazing speed. And I think he's one of those guys that certainly slips into that that for that first couple two hundred picks, you know. And the Devils have draft capital in that area where they can get a local boy like him from West Orange. And and it's good to have those extra picks to get a guy like that. And, yeah. And you don't have to rush a player, and you can let them marinate. Yeah. Well, you know what? I like what the Devils did today. I know you like the de- what the Devils did today. I know some Devils fans might not be happy with what the Devils did today because I could see it on my Twitter, on my Facebook especially my Facebook with the comments going back and forth and all these boards. Um, you know, I was busy all day this morning with last word on hockey. We were just busting them out left and right. The minute these things came out, boom, 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 left and right. Um, you know, that's the beauty of getting stuff ready early. But, I mean, it's great. It was great stuff. Um, I can't complain with uh, any of the things we did. Um and yeah, I think I, that's, uh, I think it's a good trade deadline for them. I honestly, here's here's what I want to do uh, going forward, uh, Jim. You find a couple other guys like Alex uh, to come on to the podcast. Alex, if you're listening, come on board. Also, so you, also you want to do you want to do uh, you want to wrap tonight? Do like a little quick roundtable discussion, air oh, table discussion. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Right, so let me let me let me let me send once we get done, I'll send out a feeler or two to some people. See so, uh, who we can talk about. Do quick. So we'll just do quick, you know, quick hitter. And so, then uh, we go from there. And so here's the thing, uh, I'll be eating at five thirty or six ish, five thirty, six ish. Anytime I get done with dinner, you know, after that we'll continue through and We'll, you know, find this air table discussion. Um, yeah, this air table discussion. And we will see where everyone is at, you know, with a, with a trade deadline recap for the Devils. And then uh, also every other, you know, Devils writer podcast, you know, uh, we're also going to do a annual uh, Jersey Joe Corner New Jersey Devils draft ranking of of who could be in our first round and who we can find in the second, third rounders, you know, et cetera. And 
possible moves that the Devils could do at the draft and summer moves. Yeah. So we're going to do that. You know, it's going to be like our version of Bob McKenzie, TSN, um, you know, Craig, Craig Button's Craigslist, but done by Devils fans and podcasters alike. That'd be great. So, yeah, so let me reach out, see who's around, see who wants to talk. I figure me and you have talked about it. How about we just have an air table discussion? We go over the major trades of the day, talk about Devils, obviously. Let's go over the other things and see where it goes. And that way we get a barometer of what everyone else is thinking, whether we agree or disagree. It is a perfect, uh, healthy uh, diet for everyone to think about, and we can all digest it in um, when within the podcast. And people can... You know, if you disagree, please state why you dislike it and don't give us, you know, a BS response. Give us a clear-cut response yeah. why you well, dislike it. Why you don't like it. It's not, oh, I don't like it. No, tell me why you don't like it. Is there a reason why you didn't like the trade? For me, for me, I will say, you know, we can agree to disagree on the Simmons thing. For me, I compare that to what Kincaid did with the Kincaid trade last year. Yeah, he got seventh rounder. I mean, Simmons is going to play, unlike Kincaid. But if that was what you were going to get for him, might as well just let him walk. But, hey, they got something for him. But guess what? But guess what? That seventh round pick that the Devils got in uh, last year, in last year's draft, got us Nikola Pasic. And the one of the guys that put a really good article on him were um, Ian and Duncan of uh, Devils in the Details podcast. And the kid has actually been phenomenal in Al Svenskan uh, in that uh, development league in Sweden. So you never know what you're going to find. And yeah. having a kid like that going forward could progress into being, you know, a steal at an adult age at the NHL level. Yeah. We can, we can go from there. Um, I certainly, uh, I spoke to beer Baron uh, on Twitter. Um, I said, when you're down in ocean Grove area, go for a beer in Asbury park and do a podcast. So that way um, we get a, a bit of a perspective of what he sees and what, the rest of the guys over at the LGD podcast also see because um, we're all one family of devil's podcasts. So yeah. And there's no reason to be against another devil's podcast. There's no such thing as competing. You're just supporting, you know, the team and you're supporting growing the fan uh, experience and you're, and you're there to build a culture of, knowledge and happiness yeah um and, you know. and we're and and it's important to inform the fans than have the fans be uninformed and upset and grumpy at the games exactly and you gotta look towards the future and that's what we've been talking about you know ideally the season didn't go the way things were supposed to go but you make you do what you do and you got to go from there. And then now it is that the Devils are sellers. 
but they got stuff for for those players, and now they're moving forward, and they got a lot of good assets, and you know, you know, they have picks that be, you know, Carolina's pick could become a third, Buffalo's pick could become a fourth. They have an Islander second. They have Vancouver's first. Nolan Foot. Uh, so, for the four players that they sent out, not to mention it, you know Louis Domingue plus you know for Zach McIntyre. So I mean they did well, and you know it. It's time for uh, it's time for the Devils to be you know, a good team again. And I think being younger will be, be the right way to do it. And it is going to be a interesting, you know, rest of the season going forward. I know we talked so much about uh, the hockey offsides and you know what? I honestly thank our uh, anonymous source. Um, I would like to buy you a beer or a coffee. Uh, if you're listening, um, I'm not sure uh, if that's allowed. But certainly, Jim and I, thank you for the, the information behind the scenes. And also, I had a hunch that uh, that Sammy was going to go to Carolina. And I know I got a lot of when I found out that uh, Bob McKenzie and Pierre Lebrun made it uh, come true. Yeah, exactly. And like you said, you know, Devils fans are upset. But guess what? You got to look towards the future and – and that's the way I feel about it. And I think they'll be okay going forward. I mean, they could have done nothing and just kept everybody. But you know what? We're not going to, you know, let things stay the way they are because status quo isn't always good. Do you no. want status quo? I mean, I don't like things that are stale unless it's uh, croutons in my salad. But yeah, other than then, that, even I, then, like, I like even fresh stuff. Even then, it's eh, eh. I I rather have fresh ingredients all the time. Nothing gets old, and that's what getting the new talent and new blood around the team is for. Yeah. And it's like a fresh bowl of ramen soup. It just brings the best out of it in one yeah. bowl. Yeah. So. Any, any of you Devils fans getting hungry right now? Jersey Joe's getting ready to go to dinner pretty soon in like 16 minutes, which is not no. far away. No. And I don't know what Jim's thinking. I mean. I'm probably hitting the gym, so, uh, yeah, that's what I'm doing. You're going to burn some calories. going to listen to some, uh, some jams, and we're going to get things going. Yeah, and then we'll see who we can get. If not, we'll be back tomorrow. And uh, that's it. And uh, listen to the last word on hockey and, uh, and stay classy. Stay classy, New Jersey. Peace. All right. Peace.